passing over Daf Yudal from Midbeis. So at the bottom of Menalef, the Gemara by the Mishnah that says a person shouldn't stand in Rishus Yachid and take a drink in Rishus Rabbim, or stand in Rishus Rabbim and take a drink in Rishus Yachid, because we're afraid that he'll bring the drink back to the other Rishus. But if he sticks over Rosh or Rubo, so then it's okay. We're not afraid anymore. And the Mishnah concludes Vechein Begat, also in a gut where they press the wine. And the Mishnah doesn't explain. So the goes on and asks the Shaila, how about sticking your head into a caramelist and taking a drink? What's the din over there? So I said it's the same thing. You have to stick over Rosh or Rubo, otherwise it's us. So Rabbi says, no. It's a gzeira in the first place to carry from a caramelist into another Rishas. So we're not going to get up and make a gzeira like gzeira, so it's mutter. So Abaye says, well, how do I know to say that it's Aser? Because it says, what's the status of that Gat? If the Gat's are just Yachid, so we already spoke about that. If the Gat's are just Rabbi, already spoke about that. It's got to be that the Gat is a Carmelist, and it's saying that that also is Aser. So you see that we do make a Gzeir like Rabbi says, no. When it says, it's not talking about that case in Hilchah Shabbos. It's talking about the same case regarding Meiser. Also, Rishesha said it's talking about regarding Meiser. What's it then in Meiser? The Mishnah says in Meiser that you're allowed to drink when you're on top of the Gat. According to Rabbi Meir, you can drink whether you mix the wine with hot water or with cold water, and you don't have to be mafresh tumas in Meiser. According to Rabbi Lazar Tzadik, once you mix it with water, you have to be mafresh tumas in Meiser, you can only drink it with hot water. According to the Chachamim, if you mix it with hot water, you have to be mafresh, but if you mix it with cold water, then you don't have to be mafresh because you can just spill back the remains. So, this din that you can drink over the gut, it's only when your rosh over rubo is over the gut. But if you're just sticking your head over, then it would be aser. So the then brings our Mishnah that says that a chayyid, a tailor, shouldn't go out with a needle before Shabbos. Maybe he'll forget and he'll carry out the needle on Shabbos. Now, where is he carrying the, the needle? Isn't it stuck into his bagad? Now, if he carries it out like that in Shabbos, anyway, it's only give me a sirdrabanan. And you see the Mishnah says that it's aser. That means you make xerah for xerah. So it's a riot to Abaye. So the Gemara says, no, maybe you're holding it in your hand, and even Rav would agree. So the Gemara brings a Bryce that says that a Chayyid shouldn't go with his needle when it's stuck into his baguette. So a Chayra, that's talking on Ere Shabbos. The Gemara says, no, maybe that's talking on Shabbos, but an Ere Shabbos would be mutter. Maybe we wouldn't make a Gzeir like there. So the Gemara brings another Bryce that says that a tailor shouldn't go with the needle stuck into his baguette on Ere Shabbos before it gets dark. So you see that Lachayra, we make a Gzeir like there. So the Gemara says, no. Maybe that's like Rabbi Yehuda, who holds that a tailor who's an umen, when he carries the, the needle stuck into his bag the way that an umen sometimes does to, to show off people what he does for a living, that they should hire him. So according to Yehuda, he's a chayev, and therefore he makes a gzera. But according to Rabbi Meir, who holds your pater, so maybe he'll be takumutu like a bai. And the Rabbi brings the Bryce in its entirety that says that a, a tailor shouldn't go out with a needle stuck in his bag, a carpenter shouldn't go with a, with a case of a kind of a measuring stick behind his ear, and a sorek, somebody who straightens out begadim, shouldn't go out with a rope that he uses in his profession. A weaver shouldn't go out with something that he uses for the spool of thread to show off what he does for a living. A dyer shouldn't go out with different samples of colors that he's dyed to show what he does. A money changer shouldn't go out with a coin behind his ear to show what he does. And if they do, they're potter according to Bimeir, according to Yehuda. If they do, they're chayiv, because it's an omen, they're so the omen sometimes does this. But other people, if they would carry things like that, they'll be potter. Then the grabbing is a brysa, or two brises. One brysa says that if a zav goes out with a special kiss to catch the ziva, so he's pater. Avalas, he's not allowed to do that, but he's going to be pater. Then there's another brysa that says if he does that, he's going to be chayef. So if Yezus said it's not really a stira, the brysa that says that it's pater, Avalas, is like Rabbi Meir. And the brysa that says it's chayef is like Rabbi Huda, meaning this is like an uman, there are And Abayi says, no, what do you mean? 
when did Rabbi Meir say that uh, you're going to be potter, even an omen is going to be potter? That's an omen doing something that's not the derech, meaning even though an omen, let's say, sometimes sticks a needle in his baggage, but usually he carries a needle. He might sometimes stick it in to show his profession off, but that's not the derech even for the omen. So therefore, he marries it as potter. But here, even though it's not normal to go out with a kiss, but whenever a person's a zav and he goes out with a kiss, that's the way he wears the kiss. And since that's the way that a person wears a kiss, so then of course it's going to be chayef. If you're not going to say that, then are you going to say that if a regular person carves out a kav into a measuring cup, he's going to be potter unless he's a professional? Only professionals are chayef? No. Since that's the way you carve out a measuring cup if you want to do it, even if it's not normal for you to do it, but you're doing what's normal to do when you do that, so you're chayef even according to Rimeir. So rather, says Ramanu, that's not the reason why there's no stira. The reason why there's no stira is because one's talking about a zav who saw it twice, and then he's chayef, once talking about his off, we already saw it three times. What's the difference when he saw it two times? Because he needs to find out if he's going to see it a third time in order to become a Zav who saw it three times to be Chayav a Karman. So he says, well, then even if he saw it three times, he needs to wear a cup to know that he didn't see because that'll count towards his Sphira. So he says, well, on the third day after he saw it the third time, so he's already Chayav a Karman and it's not going to count towards his Sphira, so then he's going to be Pater. Ah, he doesn't, he still needed to make sure that his clothing don't get dirty. So Rabbi Zayar says, no, it's like the Tana that holds that if you're wearing something that you shouldn't get dirty, it's not chashuv, and you're not chayev.